0: Hey there, welcome to the first episode in a brand new podcast called A is for Anxious with me, Alex Ang. This is such an exciting day. If you don't know me, I am a 22 year old content creator of literature and lifestyle. You can mostly find me on Booktube and Bookstagram where I will talk your ear off about books but recently I've been getting into the mental health space, most specifically mental health advocacy, and I've really been enjoying being here. I feel like I can finally talk about all the things that I was scared to talk about when I was a kid. So I'm finally doing it. I'm starting this podcast that I have talked my friends' ears off about for the past year. So a shout out to my friends who finally pushed me to make this move and to just start it. So like I mentioned, I'm mostly on YouTube, so this is definitely a new format for me, so please bear with me. For some reason, I find talking into camera way less scary than talking into a microphone in the dark in my room. For this first episode, we are just going to lay the groundwork for what A is for anxious is going to be about and talk to you a little bit my own personal mental health journey and also just for you to get to know me better because I feel like that's something that's going to be really common in this podcast and in some of the themes. In this podcast, we will mainly look at anxiety and feelings surrounding anxiety, but we will also be talking about mental health and wellness in general. I think everyone experiences anxiety differently, but I have always described it as a feeling of intense and persistent worry or fear around different situations. Anxiety can also be related and or connected to other mental health issues, To be honest, it has not always looked the same throughout my entire life, and most of my life has honestly just been trying to navigate it at every stage. So we can't really talk about mental health without talking about my own personal journey with it first. I feel like my path has not always been linear, and I think it's important to contextualize this and also realize that everyone's experience with mental health is different. Growing up with mental health issues, I didn't realize that the onset of my mental illness started physically in terms of manifesting physically when i was a kid i was very prone to fainting spells and i would actually faint daily for a while there and i had a bunch of stomach issues and gi issues it got so bad that we had to go see doctors um because again i was fainting like every day throughout the day My parents were really concerned, but they were also convinced that it was a physical issue, and we did all the tests, we did all the scans, only for the doctors to tell me that there was absolutely nothing wrong with me, thankfully, and I was just confused, because as a kid, I just wanted to feel okay, and I was so convinced that it was physical, so I put more effort into solving those issues physically. You know, I changed my diet, I... Did some things that the doctor recommended for my fainting, including um, drinking more water, instead of actually working on the bigger issue, which was my mental health. As a teenager, I was in and out of therapy, and I didn't really enjoy it. You know, I would drag my feet, go to therapy, and then when I came out of therapy, I didn't really think about it after it wasn't like something that like stuck with me and I was thinking about or I was actively changing when I was outside of therapy I also didn't really know that mental health existed when I was a kid it wasn't something that was pushed upon in my family not something that was prioritized in my high school at all so then again I wasn't really eager to change anything in my life because I didn't think there was anything to change Fast forward to today where I have just recently been on this mental health journey. I feel like everyone is on their own path and I feel like it's very important for me to, you know, emphasize that it wasn't until my early 20s where I was able to understand the importance of taking care of my mental health. So I went back to therapy in 2021. I found an Asian therapist this time. Would highly recommend it, not the Asian therapist part, but finding a therapist that very much reflects your own values and your beliefs and is someone who is possibly from the same background from you if you can. And in May of 2022, I attended the MTV Mental Health Youth Action Forum at the White House. It was a partnership with MTV Studios and the Biden-Harris administration, and I was one of 30 youth advocates and creators invited to um, increase storytelling, create campaigns about mental health. And I talk about that experience all the time, but it really changed my life. It gave me new perceptions and really changed my relationship with mental health and introduced me to so many people who are my friends today in the mental health space. And it also, most importantly, showed me how I can use my love of storytelling, you know, art and creativity to help others. Speaking of people I met on the journey, I actually met this artist, Zoe Kane, when I was at the MTV Youth Forum, and they actually made the podcast cover art for my podcast, which I am obsessed with. And again, those connections that you meet, and I'm currently working with them on another project as well, so I'm just so inspired by everyone that I meet in this mental health space. And currently, I am a NAMI Next Gen Youth Advisor, which is NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illnesses Youth Advisory Board. So I'm a youth advisor for the year of 2023. And in this role, I have been able to inform policy and youth initiatives from NAMI, which has been so cool to be part of and also to meet youth who, you know, are this is the same age as me and are doing the same things as I am and just very interested in helping young people connect better with their mental health and improve their mental health. So what they didn't tell me when I was a kid and in this journey was how lonely and isolating anxiety can be. You may believe that what you're feeling is in a vacuum, but I promise you, you are not alone. I felt so alone in my early years growing up with anxiety when literally every little thing would make me anxious and I would punish myself for feeling that way. I grew up as one of three kids, the oldest one, to immigrant parents who don't really understand mental health and it was never prioritized growing up and I think even now there still is a taboo around that in my culture because when I talk about it, it's something like, oh, she's too sensitive or whatever. And I have a twin sister who who doesn't really share the same mental illness as me she's an identical twin so as you can imagine it was really hard not to feel like the odd one out sometimes and as I was always comparing myself with her um, it was like we looked exactly alike and we had all these similarities but there was just this one thing that was off about me and I really beat myself up for that when I was a kid I'm often told by my friends family members and even myself that I am a really anxious person I've heard it so many times that the word has really shaped who I am and how I've shown up in life. I only recently got diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and when I got that diagnosis, I was like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense. For the better part of my life, I have let my anxiety define who I am and it didn't really turn out that well for me. So that's when I decided that things had to be different and I wanted to change this thing in my life. Are you sometimes just so anxious that you feel like just about everything gives you anxiety? That's how I felt growing up most of my life. A's for Anxious is going to be a brand new series that explores the taboo topic of anxiety and how sometimes it's not the most rational feeling to have, but that doesn't make it any less valid big emphasis on the word rational because that is the number one thing that i have heard growing up sharing my anxieties when i was able to is that what i'm feeling is irrational and sometimes maybe it is but i don't really need to hear that in the moment and i used to punish myself for that i used to be so upset that everything would bother me i used to think i was just a very sensitive person and that might be the case but that doesn't make me any less stronger, any less confident of being who I am and being in my own skin than someone who doesn't feel the same anxieties. So in the next 26 episodes, I will go through every letter of the alphabet and talk about something that makes me anxious or causes feelings of anxiety. And I know what you're thinking. Yes, unfortunately, there is one for each letter. There is actually multiple for some letters. I will also invite some special guests and friends and family to share their anxieties with me as well. I think it's super important, something that I've learned, especially being in the mental health space and talking to a lot of my friends and colleagues is that mental health is a conversation. It is a conversation with other people, with friends, with family, but most importantly with yourself. I wanted to start the series to confront my anxieties, but also to show people that it's okay to be anxious about many things. Like I said, I feel like as I've grown older, and i've experienced more things i'm just like adding to this imaginary list of things that i'm anxious about and as i grow older you know some of those old anxieties will not be will not make me anxious anymore but then i gain new ones and i'm like what is this ongoing list that's honestly what served as inspiration for this podcast was just i had such a huge list of things i was anxious about that i wasn't talking about to anyone and i feel like some of y'all might share the same anxieties I hope this podcast diary serves as its own form of therapy for me and that's not me saying that this will replace therapy but I've learned that therapy itself just isn't enough. You really have to be able and willing to do the work proactively while you're in therapy because I think that's the most important part that I learned when I was a kid when I was in therapy I would leave therapy and be so happy and then play with my toys or do my homework ignore literally everything that we talked about and I realized that that's why I I didn't really like it that much you know and also of course not seeing a therapist who was culturally aware of my culture but then again I also wasn't doing the work that I needed to. In being able to talk about my anxieties, I hope that someone out there, even just one person, can relate to any of these episodes in any capacity and feel just a little less alone. I can't remember the amount of times I've been belittled or laughed at for my anxieties that I truly believed were real, but no one would believe me because intrusive thoughts are so scary, they seem so real, and for some reason, sometimes I think I'm- like like you know okay enough and I've learned a lot to convince myself that they're not real but sometimes my anxiety and my intrusive thoughts will win and I will just think that something is so real and when I express that with someone and when I talk about it I feel like sometimes I am belittled and laughed at and that's not the way you should be feeling especially if things are out of your control Sometimes all it takes is just one person to listen to you and relate to you so please feel free to use this podcast as an outlet to be more comfortable about your anxieties and about sharing them especially because if there's anything that I learned it's that talking about your anxiety is one way to really exercise them and to make you feel less alone and less anxious. I want to share a little story with you that happened recently and really, really, you know, made me want to create this podcast even more. So recently I was driving with a friend and I was the one in the driver's seat and I have, I would say I have pretty good driving anxiety. I'm a pretty new driver, but also mixed in with my general anxiety. Of course, I'm going to be anxious about it. But my friend who was sitting next to me who I was driving for a change, she usually is the one who's always driving me and I would always look up to her because she's been driving for like five plus years. She's so confident. Her driving's also so good and while I was driving, she was like, I'm so glad you're driving because I, driving makes me anxious and I'm like, what? Driving makes you anxious, but you're so good at it. And in that moment, I realized that you sometimes can't see people's anxieties And also, it just made me feel so much less alone for this person who I really admired and looked up to and thought was so confident and this person didn't have any anxieties in the world, was anxious about the one thing that I was also anxious about and it made me feel less alone and truly grateful to have had that conversation about our anxieties. Additionally, if you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health, a list of resources can be found in the show notes and in the description of every episode. So let's slowly heal one letter at a time. Look out for the next episode for the letter B. Can you guess what B is for? I don't think you can. The lovely music in the background was created by my partner, Brandon Hill. He's such a talented musician. I will leave all of his links in the episode description, but I'm so excited that I was able to have him help me on this episode. But thank you so much for being here and I look forward to talking to you on my next episode.